Oh well, that's all ancient history now. Hello and welcome to That's All Ancient History Now, the podcast that puts the his into history, but not the Tory. Where are all the women? With me is a man who rewards himself after study with sackfuls of olive oil, Jacob Paik. Hello Pascal, how are you? I'm good, thanks Jakey, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How's your week yeah, been? It's been, uh, been alright, I've um, got a couple of things to tell you actually. Yeah, like I haven't what? told you in, um, in secret. Um, oh wow! Well, so firstly, it was my birthday last week. Um, <laughs> I think I knew that it was a good time. Um, went for some nice brunch at Dashim. Which is on the way back. What, uh, which is oh, it's um, uh, Indian Indian brunch. Indian so brunch. So it was uh, like I had a bacon and egg naan. Oh, you and did some have the chai. You did have bacon and egg in the end. Yeah, bacon egg and sausage. Not a korma. No, not a korma. Not a korma brekkie. <laughs> um, but so I was on the way back, um, walking up my train station steps, and there was a woman, and she had um, a pushchair and mm. a baby separate from the pushchair. So I thought, you know what? I'm a gentleman. I'm 23, so I'm gonna. Well, <laughs> I would have done it when I'm 22, but I'm gonna help this lady down the steps. Um, she was sort of halfway, so I, w- I went up and I was like, "Oh, uh, can I can I help you?" And she was like, "Oh, yes, please." Now, in my head, I'm picking up the pushchair and taking it down the steps. But what she did was say something to her child in a different language. And her child stuck her hand out. Oh, wow. For me to hold. So I, I walked <laughs> a child down the stairs while she oh. took the pushchair. But the pushchair did have a Louis Vuitton bag in it. So I guess we know what she values more. Because <laughs> I could have snatched that child. I really could. <laughs> God forbid you snatched a bag. Exactly. Um, I also I've been I've been doing some baking this week because I'm not sure um, if I've told you, but um, I've been having with my girlfriend quite a Bake Off marathon. You told me you were watching the Bake Off on your birthday. Yeah, so we've watched 23 hours of Bake Off in the past two weeks. Wow, that's pretty much two hours a day. Solid, that's solid yeah. viewership. Um, but now I've started um, judging myself when I'm baking, so <laughs> made some sort of. Um, I made some little tartlets with some dark chocolate and some raspberries in. Ah, that's what and the was, four packs of dark chocolate were for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was sort of doing the Paul Hollywood voice in my head. It's like, it's a really good bake. Yeah. <laughs> Texture's good. I'm not sure about the flavour. And it's just constant grilling myself. It wasn't good. Uh, at least it's only in, when you're baking. For now. Yeah, true. Not, not everywhere. How was your week? Yeah, it's good. Uh, my dad came to visit. We hung out. We drank. We, you know, talked. Um, and then I fixed my bicycle, which has oh, been it's been off the road for a few months. Yeah, I um, I texted you and I said I was going to fix it, and I fixed it. You did. I didn't think it was going to happen. It happened. I had to get the old uh, spanner out. A uh, couple of Allen keys. Yeah. Screwy. Yeah. Well, I can't a... picture you with a spanner. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all fixed up. The uh, the brakes could do with a bit of grease, but apart from that, it, it works. Have you ridden it yet? Yeah, I've been on the road. Yeah, scary. You know. No, 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 no. I'm not ready for that. I'm not up that hill. That's thirty no. minutes uphill. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming though. I'm proud of you. Thank you, thank you. Considering I only learned how to ride the bike this year, so yeah, I'm proud of me too. I could post that. I could post that video for our listeners if they want to see that. Yes. You learning? Yeah, it'll be yeah. on. Um, That's all ancient on uh, Instagram. Fantastic. You're getting good at this. 
Um, what are we talking about this week, Jacob? The Golden Age of Athens. Wow. I might uh, put some applause in there. Yes. Um, but before we do that... Oh, I'm always getting ahead of myself, I am. Before we do that, we've got a few did-you-knows. Boop, 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 boop. Did you know? 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 Feel free to go first. Um. So my my did you knows are about um classicists, uh people that study classics. Both of mine are about that. Did you know that J.K. Rowling? <laughs> Hmm. is a classicist and in what harry sense? potter um in that she studied classics at university so okay. ancient greece and ancient rome latin and not ancient like ancient not greece. like us because you know oh, we're no, no. classicists she yeah she's a classicist <laughs> in a, a real sense um okay. but yeah. there's a lot and of harry inspiration potter? yeah there's a lot of inspiration in harry potter from classics you know all of the spells Latin words or Latinish sounding at least. Um, hmm. Quite a few of the the names of um, of the characters come from Latin and have a kind of descriptor of their character. Uh, obviously, Harry isn't one, but uh, Severus I'm sure means something in Latin, like severe. What well, What about uh, the snake? <sighs> it was a basilisk. Oh, which yeah. comes from ancient Greek mythology, same as most of the other scary creatures, and the the, the Cerebus, the, the three-headed the dog. dog. But she's not the only one. Uh, there's also um, J.R.R. Tolkien, who did Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings, classicist, and uh, C.S. Lewis, who did um, the Chronicles of Narnia. Wow. Yeah, famous classicist. I love it. Thank you very much. Um, is that is that your two-in-one, or is that just... Oh, no, that's one, did you know? Okay. Um, so for my did you know, number bum, one, bum, bum, bum. I'm taking taking the tone down a bit. In ancient Greece, small penises were desirable, mm, and, and big testicles. ones were for old men and barbarians. Bar 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 wow. barbarians. So did, did they think that the penis grew with age? Because I've not heard M- that. Maybe. Um, does that happen nowadays? Did it grow? I think it just does it not stop. It's not like your ears and your nose. No. Is it? I don't know. Well, maybe it is. Maybe, Maybe it it's is. just not something people talk about. I'll ask my granddad. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I can't ask mine. Oh. <laughs> okay, your turn. <laughs> um, who else was a classicist? Uh, Sigmund Freud. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and that's where you get the old uh, Oedipus complex. Oh, yeah. Uh, it comes from one of our Greek traditions, uh, Sophocles, who wrote Oedipus Rex or Oedipus the mm-hmm. King about... You know, a son loving his mother, basically. Um, Shame we didn't do a, a book club on that. No, well, we can always do it in the future. Mm, maybe uh, for our patrons. Oh yeah, for the patrons. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ancient Greeks had a word, akrasia, to describe the lack of will that prevents us from doing something that we know is good for us. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to think about that for a second. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. So, like, you know, um, when you're you're waking up in the morning, you should get up and shower, brush your teeth and have a coffee and maybe a rolly before you go to work. Yeah. But you press snooze 
yeah. in that. There's Aquasia. It's like um, doing both of those things would be selfish, but there's no word to distinguish them. Because both, both things are good for you, but in different ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. And that's the end of Did You Know, unfortunately. I learned a lot there. And you know what? I didn't know. Good. Me neither. Um, would you like to give me a brief overview of what the Golden Age of Athens is? Yeah, so the Golden Age of Athens is basically um, a period of time in the 5th century of Athens, which mm. um, Athens is a city-state, which is part of Greece. So when we talk about ancient Greece, we're not talking about you know, a united country, we're talking about loads of separate city-states. Um, but Athens was kind of the top dog for most of, you know, ancient and classical Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this period in the 5th century in Athens after this big war with Persia and before their war, or before the end of their war with Sparta. It's hard to say the exact dates when it is. So you, you could argue that it's most definitely at the end of the war with Persia, but whether it stops when Pericles who is kind of the ruler of Athens during most of this period dies or when it's they when they go to war with Sparta or when they start losing the war or when mm, they lose or the when, war or Sparta. when Athens falls well yeah um which to Philip yeah but then then you're going on another 100 years but mm. this kind of period before mm. Philip comes is you know it's all kind of crap not nothing good's happening it's also called the age of Pericles right yeah, yeah. So people will call it the age of Pericles, even the part before Pericles properly comes to power. Mm-hmm. Um, so the end of the Persian War happens, and then so during the Persian War, Athens and all the other Greek city states, including Sparta, are fighting this massive invasion from Persia, and this is happening in um, forty four hundred and eighty BC. Mm. Um, and one of the historians says five historians from that time says five million Persian troops came by land and sea to invade Greece, the whole of That's Greece. Terrifying. And they make it all the w- their way down to around where um, Mount Olympus is. Mm. Um, and then the Spartans go and stop them, including the Spartan uh, like ruler Leonidas and his 300 personal bodyguard. Which oh, is yeah. where that three hundred film gets. Yeah, us have seen that, but quite a while ago. Yeah, so that that that's supposed to be set in this place called Thermopylae, but the Persian army is massive and it just breaks through them. And after that point, you know they're in Attica, which is the kind of land around Athens, mm-hmm. um, and they conquer Athens within within the year and burn it to the ground. And that's in, oh, in, no. including the um, uh, where the Parthenon is, the old Parthenon, because mm-hmm. there was one there before, but the one we have now was rebuilt after this war. But they had one before that. Was it not was it not built on the same land? Yeah, so on the Acropolis, which is that okay, mountain. Yeah. And when the Persian army got there, the last kind of defenders of Athens were on the Acropolis defending that. Because mm. that's kind of the, the main vantage point of Athens. But then they got slain. Oh yeah, slain and burnt. They burnt mm. the whole city to the ground. Yeah. But then what? How did the Athenians recover? Uh, so, you know, there were a few other battles here and there. Um, the Athenian fleet, and they would become known for their navy, 
especially after this. And the Athenian fleet stayed near something called the Bay of Salamis, which I think is in this island near this island called Salamis. Not Salamis. <laughs> no, not Salami. Because <laughs> when I read the Salamis, <laughs> I definitely read Salamis. <laughs> no. You know, near the Bay of Salamis, next door to the Bay of Teresa. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the uh, Pastrami army. Uh, <laughs> oh, fantastic work. What you call them. Um, this fleet was stationed there, uh, nearby Athens, and they didn't leave when Athens burnt down because they were at a very, very, very good vantage point. Um, they had a brilliant navy, but they were in this kind of blocked between the two areas of land, and they just had it all sussed out, and they thought, we can't leave here, because any battle we have here, we're going to win. Um, and they did win, uh, and they oh. destroyed most of the you know, Persian fleet just a couple months after the, the, the destruction of Athens. And that meant people could return to Athens, um, but the war was not won at that point. There was a couple dun, more dun, battles, dun. you know, between the different city-states. Um, and the thing, the Persian army was one big, you know, group of people all coordinated. But the Greek mm. armies were kind of these makeshift alliances of the city-states. And, you know, if there was a battle near that city, they'd say, well, come on, you've got to fight. So there were a couple more battles. And, and eventually the the war was declared won. Um, Who declares it won? Well... Not someone impartial. No, no, but the, you know, most of them, they were out of kind of mainland Greece. Oh, it's like internally. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they, they were still, now. they were still um, up in, you know, uh, northern Greece, Thessalonica and that kind of area coming down through where, you know, Turkey is now. That's the mm-hmm. way the Persians have come. Oh, they, Back to Troy. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they still had, you know, cities all over this, this area, but mm. as far as. Uh, well, as far as Sparta, as we will come to know, were concerned, <laughs> um, the battle was won. Everyone was liberated. Cool. Um, and then it's time to build uh, the the city state that is Athens. Rebuild. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, um. Uh. Where did they get all their money to rebuild it? After this war, um, an alliance was formed on this island called Delos. With mm. all of the city-states. Uh, not all of the city-states. Sparta weren't included. Um, mm-hmm. Because there there was this thing called the Peloponnesian League, which was an ally- alliance between Sparta and other city-states around it. Um, and they had kind of mostly, you know, taken charge of the whole battle, the war against the Persians. Mm. And the Athenians and the other city-states that weren't in the Peloponnesian League said, well, let's create our own league. You know where we're the masters. Mm-hmm. We're, we're and the they boss. called it. They called it the Delian League. After Delos. After the island Delos, yeah. Mm. Um, and they all went to this island and made an agreement. Yep, we'll all work together. We'll start a treasury and an army. And everyone that wants to be in the alliance, or protected by the alliance, they have to either give us an army, give us troops, or give us money. And we'll put the money in the treasury and we'll use it to buy shit. We'll, we'll buy. Oh. Okay, so from what I could uh, infer, they the Athenians kind of were like to 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 the Isle of Delos. Oh well, see all that money on the Isle of Delos. Not really safe over there. So no. let's move the treasury to Athens. You know, inland yeah. where it is safe. Wink, wink. So exactly, that's something Pericles does. Okay, because um, this is all before Pericles has really come to power. 
Okay. Um, at the moment, Athens is in a kind of democracy, but there's still like, you know, the House of Lords equivalent, mm. and they're very powerful. Poshos. Yeah. Um, but then there's a thing called the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a real populist movement. Um, and Pericles swoops in and becomes the king. Well, not the king. He's the general or the, mm-hmm. the strategos. Yes. Yeah. And he makes that decision. He makes the decision to move the gold. To move the treasury whatever, the from dragon. the island of Delos to Athens. What a mad guy. And he also makes loads of other, you know, strategical movements around the league all kind mm. of countries of the league and and the league is still going up so sparta's given up they've said well we're happy we've beat the persians but the league is still going on and killing the persians in other places they've taken over liberating but what do you think the people of delos thought about this guy pericles oh he speaks all right coming in taking our treasury do you mean people in the delian league well, the Delian League, so the other city-states in the Delian League, but also the the people of Delos. So I, I think Delos, I don't, I don't really have a clue, but I, I, I always thought Delos was chosen because it's kind of a neutral place where all oh. these city-states didn't have too much interest. Switzerland. Yeah, exactly, like a Switzerland, where you keep mm. your gold. Yeah, so true. And um, guns. Yeah. <laughs> They're allowed guns in Switzerland, do you know that? Did you know? Um, are they not? They have to have guns, don't they? I think everyone yeah, over 18 they has to, to have, have guns. a gun. And they get a certain amount of bullets given to them. Oh, rations. And, 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 no, but they get their bullets count gets checked. Oh, wow. Yeah. Stick that's, that up your That's why no one invades Switzerland, because every yeah. single household has a gun. That's And they've also smart. got these kind of procedures to shut off all the roads and crazy stuff. Good Lord. So, so uh, I'm like... going to tell you... Yeah, go on. Much, much like... like what? <laughs> much like Delos. <laughs> much like Delos. Yeah. Um, can I tell you a bit about, um, before we continue further, about what it was like for the Athenians once um, Pericles did come about? Please do, yeah. So, so, so sorry. Um, after the Delian League, Delian, Delian League was formed, uh, some stuff happened, but not much, right? Yeah, just everything started kicking off in a good yeah. way. Yeah, in a good way. It's going well for the Delian League. Then in comes Pericles, and he had a whole different uh, way of viewing things, um, mostly in in a, in a democracy, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be more democratic. Yeah. Um, you know, like we were talking about last episode, uh, the old beans um, for voting, things like this. Um, yeah. Things were drawn by lots not by elections, mm-hmm. um, so everything was nice and fair. Uh, and he sort of had five um, five key sort of like actions that he put forward to um, to get basically get the public on side, um, which obviously had to be passed by a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Um, but so the concession of salaries to public functionaries um, to seek and supply work to the poor. Yeah. Grant lands to dispossessed villagers, so if you're homeless, he'll give you some land. Yeah. I'll let you have it for a little bit. Public assistance for war widows, invalids, orphans, or uh, indigent, indigents, indigents, indigents. <laughs> What's an indigent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> an invalid is, so widows, invalids, someone who's injured, orphans. I don't know what an indigent is. Can someone write in? 
and tell us mm. what an indigent is, please. Where would they write in, Jacob? Well, um... Either on the socials or... On the socials, at That's All Ancient, or on our brand new website, thatsallancient.com. Um, it's a beautiful website. Yeah, scroll to the bottom, find the contact form, fill it in. Uh, and if you want to subscribe to our future mailing list as well, just leave your email address in there. Mm, you don't have to I'm leave a message, write... you can just put your email address in and we'll sign you Or one. you can leave a message as well. Yeah, I'm happy please to leave, leave a message. Both. Yeah, after the tone. The choice is yours. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to write something, send it to your mailbox every two weeks or something. Yeah, hopefully you'll like enjoy that. it. Um, uh, other social help is also what he did. Yeah, I think um, one of the things he did was make it free to go to the theatre, or at least he, he set up some kind of fund for... Um, okay, yeah, he did. Uh, for theatre-goers, so that, that, that people donated to it or they paid taxes towards it, and then poorer people could go to the... To the theatre. He did love the theatre, but there was something wrong with that, and I'll come to that later. Yeah. <laughs> like you mentioned earlier yeah. about the um, the Athenian elite from before, I can't remember the name for them. Um. So there was uh, there was one group of people called like the uh, I can't remember what the word was, but it meant big rock. Yeah. See the big rocks. <laughs> yeah, the big rocks. Well, the big rocks um, lived modestly and without great luxuries compared to uh, the elites of like previous times. Mm. Um, and there were very few great fortunes. Um, so no one was like super rich. There was no Bill Gates. Um, and yeah. also land ownership was not concentrated. So 71 to 73% of the citizen population of Athens owned 60 to 65% of the land. Um, I haven't got a comparison. But you can um, imagine. But you can imagine, yeah. Yeah, it's flipped on its head. It's like 1 to yeah. 100. Yeah. There was one thing he did that was a bit controversial mm. um, to do with who is an Athenian and who isn't an Athenian. Oh. Um, he, he put in a decree that was quite controversial to make. Uh, if you wanted to be an Athenian citizen, there was no way about it you had to have an Athenian mother and an Athenian father. Oh, wow. Or else you weren't an Athenian citizen. He really tightened the restrictions on that because before a lot of city-states kind of, you know, would say, oh, our doors are open. If you want to become a citizen, you can become a citizen. It might not be mm. easy, but, you know, there's ways to earn your citizenship. But after, he was like, no, you're an Athenian or you're not an Athenian. There's no so way to change So what if you it. marry... No. Or if you're the man and you marry an Athenian woman, you're not an Athenian citizen, but are you allowed to live in the walls? Well, you you you, you probably could live there, definitely, but you just wouldn't be able to vote or oh, take okay. part in politics, which everyone took part okay. in, basically. All Athenian citizens, male Athenian citizens took part in politics. Yes, because he was not so much a fan... Uh, well, as 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 anyone was in those times of women, um, they were called free women at the time, but they were not really free at all. Um, they couldn't, like you say, vote, and they had to stay at home and look after the house and the husband's prosperity, especially yeah. after they were married. Yeah, um, exactly. <clears throat> they were allowed to divorce, though. Divorce oh. was allowed. Um, so they could decide divorce... Um, uh, but also, but then the they'd be kind of closest... screwed, wouldn't they? Well, especially no, if their father the... was dead. 
you say they'd be screwed. There was actually um, Pericles had sort of a um, a thing set up. So um, if they did get divorced, um, the husband was required to return um, or pay eighty percent interest annually. So the woman's livelihood would continue, and she could remarry. That's good. Yeah. But with that, I thought when what's the interest on? Is it on her? Well. Because I had, I thought that it was when they got married, he the man kind of took the woman's wealth or their dowry. It was so they were required to return the dowry. Yeah. Or pay eighteen percent interest annually. I'm assuming on the dowry. Yeah, must have been something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did lots of other good things for you know education. He built up all these academies. He allowed the arts and culture to flourish. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why you see, uh, you know, the play we did by. Euripides, Medea, and lots of other plays that are still performed today, mm. all were written and performed originally under Pericles. But they were made by men and usually for men. Oh yeah, yeah, it's all it's all men. And they used focused. a platform like we were saying before um, to sort of reinforce the patriarchy. Yeah, well, you know, it's a debate we should have had when we were talking about Medea, yeah, maybe. which is a we're too a play busy about play women, acting, um, but performed by men. Um, we should have. We were too busy play acting. Yeah, that was that, fun. It was too fun, wasn't it? We go back and listen to that episode. It's a good one. It's very good. Um, but like you were saying about education, um, Athens was uh, known as the school of Greece in yeah. this period. Well, that's why we get Socrates, so, and Plato, well, yeah. Aristotle, other philosophers that we we still people still learn about in classes today. Uh, and we'll mm. we'll go on to this next week when we're doing um, the cultural impact of. Uh, the ancient Greek world but a lot of the impact comes from this 5th century golden age of Athens most of Mm. it comes from there Um, and um, it was also the capital of eloquence oh yes (laughs) so they spoke very proper oh yes they they would have done Um, you know if you you didn't speak like them you you were a barbarian get out Mm. you know it's very um Athenian, it's very patriotic this society. Oh, and uh, Pericles rebuilt the Parthenon. On he the did. Acropolis, which was destroyed by the Persians, burnt down twice. It was because um, yeah, the Persians came back during that period, burnt it down again. But it's not forever. Bastards. It no, it's it not. Is it all, all? You know, like they say, all good things come to an end. Unfortunately, so Pericles. Yeah. Unfortunately, so. So, how how did it end for him? I mean, I think we've mentioned it before. Well, this Delian League, you know, they moved the treasury back um, to Athens. Well, they moved it to Athens. Pericles started, you know, really spreading the... It became an empire. Mm. He started spreading it, you know, installing offices and um, in, uh, getting installing offices for people that can keep good relations with people, make sure they're paying their taxes. And he's got this massive sum of money uh, Athens has got a big silver mine and they're always mining at that and making coins they're rich, <laughs> they're powerful they own pretty much, you know where the Aegean Sea is between Athens and Turkey, they own the whole coast and all the islands there, basically oh, wow. a part of this uh, Athenian League, the Peloponnesian League, ran by the Spartans own most of the land and they're not happy with how Athens is acting 
Mm. And uh, one of the Athenian, uh, the Peloponnesian states, uh, Thebes, or Tebes, or whatever you want to call it. Thebes. Um, attacks one of uh, the Athenian city-states called uh, Plataea? Plataea. Nice. Yeah. Um, and this this kicks off an all-out war between the Spartans and the and the Greeks, and that the war goes on for twenty-seven years. So um, it's not the Persians anymore; it's the Spartans. It's the Spartans, but they do enlist the help of the Persians later on. It's a twenty-seven. What's year going war. on with the Persians and the Spartans? Whilst whilst the age of Pericles is going on, what are they doing? They're like recouping. Well, yeah, both. Well, lost. I mean, the Delian League is basically going around enacting vengeance on all the places. Per- well, they call it vengeance, but on all these cities that the Persians took over, all over, you know, uh, going into Turkey, mm. like going to Istanbul and stuff. That was one of the first mm. places the Delian League took back. So the Delian League's going there, liberating these places, and then asking them for taxes, which is where all the money comes from. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not so clean. Um, no. Meanwhile, yeah, the Spartans are doing all their kind of weird Spartan warrior training, and mm. they're they're the pow- most powerful land force in Greece. Yeah, the Persians, brawn, no brain, right? Some brain. Yeah, both. Not compared to Athens, no brain like Athens brain that we know of. <laughs> um, and Persians are just doing their own thing, weird stuff. Okay. So the Spartans are getting ready. They're they're coming back. They attack uh, Plataea. Plataea. Yeah. Plataea. Um, Thebes of, of, of attacks Plataea, and then it's just mm. an all-out war. I think there was some kind of incursion going on mm. during that age between Sparta and Athens. I think there was, you know, maybe a little bit. Of, a little bit of conflict. Yeah, there was a bit of conflict going on. Um, they they had this war, which was kind of just a few battles. People they were just taking back this land, fighting over this bit of land. And they signed mm-hmm. this this treaty, um, this 30-year treaty is what it's called. Mm. But that was in 447. Mm. And this war that happened between them was in 431, which is a 16-year oh, difference. So it lasted... So yeah, the 30-year treaty long. lasted 16 years, exactly. Mm, um, and then that, that's got the, over halfway. I'd probably get fed up by Over halfway, well. yeah. But during that time, Athens was just growing and growing, and Sparta wasn't growing at the same yeah, level. No I think that's probably what happened. And there, there were several battles, lots of fighting. Um, eventually, because Athens was so reliant on their port, um, which then, because they, they weren't uh, like on the ocean. Athens mm. was inland and they had a, a walled road. So a road with walls okay. all the way down to this other city, this town, which was by the ocean, uh, which became the port city of Athens, basically. Um, mm. And their fleet was stationed there. And this uh, Spartan uh, leader called Lysander, with help from the Persians, destroyed the fleet and blockaded the port. And Athens couldn't get any food in because they, they'd walled it mm. all over. Oh, and Pericles, in this, he died two years into the war he's he's way gone. yeah yeah he got he got plagued yeah so this plague destroyed athens two years into this 31 year war you know there, there's so much internal conflict mm. they've it's got not to the manage best start to a long things. war is it a bit no, of plague. No. they're doomed from the start yeah completely doomed and and that's basically the the, the end of athens as as you know the golden age of athens is over then 
and some mm. would say the golden age of Greece is over then because oh wow because they never really properly recuperated it cost everyone so much and mm. as you said earlier you know, Philip of Macedon comes riding down conquers everything of course he does like I don't know 50 100 years later or something like that and then Rome mm. the Roman Empire comes and does the same thing and it just switches mm. hands I can't the rest wait of for the Roman Empire oh yes I'm Season really two. excited Season two. I'm really excited. Uh, and, you know, I've seen a lot more about the Romans, um, specifically Rome on or Ancient oh, yes. Rome on Netflix, narrated Sean, by Sean, Sean Bean. Bean. Very good show. If you want to get in some um, pre-podcast revision, please watch that. It's terrific. I might re-watch that before we do it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, we've got one more episode uh, on Ancient Greece, and then we're having a two-week break, mm-hmm. and then we're back for, I think it's the 21st of November? Yeah, something very similar to that. For Rome. Yeah, it's the 21st, for Rome. Yeah, so we're back on the 7th after this episode, mm. um, and then we're breaking, and then we're back again two weeks after on the 21st. Um, so that is that is the Golden Age of Athens. Yeah, uh, I mean, ba- basically everything that we know happened then. Philosophy, everything tragedy, Greek. comedy, politics, democracy. It's all in this like 80-year period in one city-state. All the good stuff. Basically, we shouldn't. We should have forgot about the rest of the podcast and just maybe done this episode, called it a day. Yeah, it covers everything. Everything. Really, um, really interesting. And you know what? Whilst we've been going through that, I've actually realised how much I've learned. Yeah. Like whilst we were talking, then I actually felt like I kind of knew some stuff <laughs> about like what happens. Yeah. Which I didn't think like. No, I, I don't know. Obviously, that as well. yeah. I feel like I know stuff now. I'm I'm gonna sign a, me up for your philosophy class. You're a fanatic. I am a fanatic. Ancient Greece fanatic. I love it. Um, um yeah. Next week Thanks for listening to this episode. Next week the cultural impact. Yeah. How is the Greek world reflected today? And it's gonna be hard not yeah. to talk about fifth century Athens. But we'll we'll try I mean I'm sure to. it'll come up. I let it'll come up, but um we'll just you know, we'll take a deep dive. Deep dive. As we always do. Um, thanks for listening guys uh yeah we've mentioned it a few times so please follow us on the socials at that's all ancient uh what else can they check out jakey uh the website that's all ancient.com you can there's not much to do there apart from listen to the episodes but you're obviously already doing it um but if you want to leave a message uh ask a question anything you leave we'll read it out on anything we'll read it out next episode yeah uh, not That's next it. episode we'll read it out next season so we, we've got yeah. a bit of time we'll do the, maybe a, yeah but then we'll, then we'll start typical. reading them episode on episode yeah uh, so give us stuff you want to hear about with Rome um, and any questions you had about this uh, season so far and and or about us as or well. about us yeah not, not, not about that us. interested oh so modest <laughs> Oh, I want to know about. I actually, I need to tell you after my dad has something to say about the crosswords that you're talking about in episode three. Oh wow! Um, but we'll leave it there. Um, please leave us a five star review as well. We really want to get onto um, some 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 charts and yeah, some pages. Spe- especially and stuff. if you're listening on a uh, Apple Podcasts or Apple Music. Yeah, leave a five star review, please. Uh, and with that, I've been Pascal, and I've been Jacob, and that's, and that's all, all ancient, ancient history, history now. now. Bye.
Oh well, that's all ancient history now. 